The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. There's only one Eric's Family Barbecue location in Arizona. That's right, just one. It's in Avondale, and it's worth the drive over and over again. Barbecue restaurants that have several locations usually cut their quality for expansion. Not Eric's Family Barbecue. Eric serves Texas-style barbecue that never disappoints, always delicious, never rushed, and prepared to perfection. Now, we know brisket is king, but have you tried their pulled pork with coleslaw? It's a match made in heaven. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Go to ericsfamilybbq.com for more information. Holmberg's morning sickness. The old method of treatment for a person in this condition was to throw him in jail. Flying through the day. Glorious day to just burn through it all. And uh, I always feel good about it because we did a nice thing last night at Four Peaks. Again, thanks to everybody who showed up at Four Peaks. Uh, and uh, this morning for uh, hanging out with Brett and dropping a whole bunch of dog We got a bunch, too. It was a good good pull. Back of the truck looked great. So thanks to everybody who helped out. And you can keep helping out. Go to 98kupd.com. Find out how you can be part of No Stray Left Behind, our Christmas drive for the shelters that we love so very much. Lost our home pet, rescue, and the humane society. Um, It is uh, time for the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by my friends at reactdefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. They've got a couple of corporate things going on today. Uh, taking advantage of the idea that uh, the stupid FBI statistic that just stings and rings in your ears that uh, you're most likely by far to encounter a crazy incident in your workplace over any other place that you visit or go to during the day, night, or otherwise. The majority of weird things that happen in your life are where you are most of the time. It's like that statistic that most car accidents happen within a few miles of your house. Not most car accidents happen within a few miles. The ones you're in, you know what I'm saying? Like not all car accidents happen by Brett's house. Yeah. It's that old thing. I like the wording of that. Holy cow. Most car accidents happen by your house, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That's like the old statistic when they used to say a man is attacked on the streets every 10 minutes, and this is that man. Uh, But yeah, uh, it's it's true. Your workplace is probably the most dangerous, weirdest place you work at uh, or go to every day, and you're working there. You got to go. You got to show up. So there's seminars they do all the time for workplace, uh, you know, uh, self defense. What would you do in case they come by? They take a look at your. Your work, and they say, "All right, let's uh, let's see what we got going on here." They got a couple of places going today. You can get your work involved with that if you go to reactdefense.com. You can individually go. I met a girl that goes uh, last night. Her and her husband uh, got turned on to Tactical Black uh, after uh, you know just saying, "I'm tired of being a victim." She got had a situation, and she said, "That's enough. That's it. It's happening." She changed uh, with Tony up there in the the Glendale place. Tony owns the Glendale one, and he's an amazing trainer. She used to train in Chandler with Michael, but moved. And went all the way over to the west side, and she's in Glendale, and we got one over there too. So there's three locations. They got you surrounded in Chandler, in Phoenix, and in Glendale, and uh, all sorts of options for you to just become a smarter, better version of yourself. And the best thing she said last night was, I never walk around with my phone out. It's in my pocket. It's the dummy box. You stare at it, and you lose your peripheral. You lose your sense of self. You lose where you are. And next thing Dump you know, into fountains and yeah, malls. Yeah, you're stupid on that. But not only that, you're standing around with a glowing $1,000 bill in your hand and you're not paying attention. That's what bad guys look for. And you teach yourself little tiny things. You're like, man, I'm being kind of dumb. I'm asking for it. Uh, and that's the case. So they teach all that. You get in great shape while you're there. She said she's lost a bunch of weight. I think she said 40 pounds she's lost since she started, which is outstanding. You're going to get in great shape. You're going to love working out, which nobody does. 
and you're going to have uh, the time of your life learning about what you're capable of. Your confidence soars, and right now, two months of training, 189 bucks. that's the gift certificate, and that is an unbelievable deal. Check it all out at reactdefense.com. It's the home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. Beverly, uh, Beverly D'Angelo is out shilling away for that movie Violent Night because she's in it. Oh, yeah. And she was doing an interview, and somehow she started talking about how she met Al Pacino. That's right. I she was. Uh, she you eloped. Brett. Brett was at the wedding. He was yeah. there. We invited all Italians. <laughs> Everybody Italian was had a, a ticket in. It was great. It started um, fifteen years. She was married at the time. That's exactly right. She was married to a duke in Italy, Duke Salvi- Salviati. Like a and, real duke? Yeah. yeah. I didn't know they had. They eloped. Yes. Italy has dukes. It has like a. I believe so. And one of them single now. You're welcome. Hua took him away. Well, she uh, was doing some stuff with uh, Al Pacino, and uh, next thing you know, what is that? <laughs> that was very eighth grade. Doing some acting uh, gigs. I, I don't know if it was Broadway or right. it doesn't say what movie or however they met. I'll tell you what stuff we were doing, Brady. We were taking our genitals and we were rubbing them against each other. That's, that's stuff. What, that's the that's stuff. stuff we Al. It wasn't acting. It was real. Was it fun stuff, Al? Real fun stuff. And then we towel her off. She go to sleep. It was great. Told him she's having an affair. Who who is it with? She said Al Pacino. Best answer ever. Oh, he's, he's great. Said, yeah, he says uh, Al Pacino. He's fantastic. I love him. We divorce. <laughs> That's right. She, he knew that he was the lesser man and allowed his the lady to go to me. And then I put two babies in her and left immediately afterward. It was an but amicable. It's a great ass. Oh, she got a great ass. <laughs> Brett's right about that. Saw it in the wedding dress. Oh. They both just signed the Ooh. papers. Done. Shouldn't get any Duke money. And you know what that is? True love. We always say that kind of stuff. I just want you to be happy. Do you want me to be happy? Yes. Then I'm going to have sex with this sorority. Oh, you don't (laughs) want me to be that happy. Hi, do you want me to be happy? Of course I do. Anything for you. Emily Ratajkowski just asked me to rub my uh, face in her boobs. Why don't you be that happy? (laughs) Not really really into it. We're not, yeah. You know what would make me really happy? Boning Al Pacino. <laughs> he's fantastic. And the guy's the, the he's most fantastic. He's amazing. You're right. We he's divorced. Amazing. He's fantastic. You should do it. Hey, thanks a lot, Duke. I'll shoot one in her eye for you. <laughs> <laughs> she said this one's from the Duke. <laughs> down, down. I just did it for the Duke. Pacino threw one in. Uh, Beverly was 49 and had uh, twins. Yeah. And then soon after the twins were born. I got to go. Pacino hits <laughs> These kids bricks. are a lot louder than I thought kids would be. Can I get some peace and quiet? I called the Duke and he took it right back. It was great. Now you can raise Al Pacino's fantastic kids. Yeah, the other great story was, remember when uh, George Harrison and Eric Clapton shared the girl that Layla's written after and You Look Wonderful, yeah. Patty, what's her name? And uh, Clapton just, they were best friends. And Clapton's like, I gotta have her. And just started, and then George Harrison's, amazing thing that said she's leaving me and it breaks my heart but she's going to an amazing man and if she's going to leave me for anybody i want it to be somebody as good as eric it's like wow that's what true love looks like and drew the line before it was like at a party at mick yeah. jagger's flat it's one of the one and they were out on yeah. the garden like okay what are you doing yeah you got to pick, pick one. now you got to pick one but when you're one of the Beatles, it's like ah i just go get something else it doesn't matter i got my pick true. of the litter <laughs> yeah that's true I think it was that direct. Was it Eric that took from George or George that took from Eric? One way or the other. The guy, I, it was, Eric was too big a dick. George was a real peaceful kumbaya guy. So he was the one that said, yeah, that's great. Eric's a good yeah. dude. You're making a he great He pursued choice. her for years. Yeah, but still. 
It was George Harrison's chick. You know? Yeah. It's given, like, hey, he's a great guy. You're making a good choice. That is that is a crazy amount of compassion, empathy, grace. Supposedly George got a little uh, Sean Connery on her a little bit. You knock her around every yeah. once in a while? Well, it was yeah. the 60s, yeah. 70s. She had it coming. I told you about this one this morning. Chip and Joanna Gaines signed a big five-book deal with their publisher. Yeah. Um, it was like $12.5 million. Wow. They got the books done. He gets 7% of the cut. And three books into it, they're fine. The, or two books into it, they're fine. The last three, yep. it's like, I'm not getting any money from this. He's suing them for a million dollars in royalties, basically, right. for his cut. But the contract says if they're authored by Joanna Gaines, ah. the last three books, Chip was the author. So Chip they wrote pinched them. Him out of the- so they screwed the guy, Magnolia style. Or she's going to do three more books for him, you know, but that's what it's coming out right now. It's pretty solid. But he wants the, the money from the chip books. Yeah. And who's reading chip books? Nobody. Now, how can you possibly think, well, I'd really like to know the, the inner workings of Chip Gaines's brain. Is it Chip well, Gaines? Well, I'm that, sure yeah. she's involved that, in it, but he's getting the credit for being the author. Wasn't that uh, uh, Garth Brooks's baseball character? Oh, it was, no, um, no, no. It was Chris, Chris Gaines. Chris Gaines, that's right. That was the that was his rock and roll guy, yep. Chris Gaines. <laughs> I forgot about that. With the uh, emo haircut. That terrible mop on his head like <laughs> undercover boss. The uh, ne- uh, Nirvana Nevermind baby, Spencer Eldon. He's, He's appealing the dismissal of the lawsuit. This dude. Stop. And if you want to check out some good uh, songs, Dave Grohl played a uh, Hanukkah session. And he, they did a bunch of covers. It's Larry McFeely's dream because when he used to do, uh, and I need to do it. Does anybody have a copy of Larry McFeely's? Remember his uh, Larry Larry Oki? You do. I want to. I need that because I have I have someone who wants it. But Larry Oki used to be one of the greatest gifts we'd get every year from Larry. He would produce a CD with him in a blue tuxedo, full lounge act. Well, remember he sang at Nancy's wedding. It was amazing. I didn't go to Nancy. Oh, okay. Wasn't invited. I think it's the cut of. what is the chestnuts roasting? Yeah. Oh, it's the final. Uh, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But uh, this, the Foo Fighters do exactly what Larry just did. Only they're, you know, it's Dave Grohl. It's not the Foo Fighters. When well, he did the Bee Gees covers, though, man, oh, yeah, pretty amazing. Yeah, and I then, heard. Oh, uh, do you have a this morning? Do you have it up? Uh, which one? The new Foo. It's uh, no, pretty I good. Don't. He did uh, Copacabana, Copacabana, and Billy Joel, and all sorts of stuff. Oh, look at the Larry big Elkies. shot holiday gift. Yeah, he did Billy Joel's Big Shot. It all sounds great. I know. It's 20 years old now. We should release the 20th anniversary of Larry Oki. Attack of the Jew was Larry Oki, too. <laughs> Attack of the Jew. What an album. It was amazing. We're going to get Larry back on that. Anyway, uh, let's go. We're done. That's enough. Anyway, sorry about that, Duke. I swiped your wife. You're a great guy. Can I have your autograph? Can you imagine that? Medea's like. Fantastic. We divorce. Yeah. Yeah, we divorce. He's great. Have you seen uh, Attica? Attica Dog Day Afternoon? <laughs> That's right. He knows all my work. He knows I'm amazing. I'm going to go bone your wife now. You want to watch? <laughs> and Brett, just like George Harrison, the Duke in, in Italy. Yeah. Come on. Limitless. The good guy. Oh, yeah. Unlimited if, if taste. Duke Pacino Italy's came like, up and was like, I'm taking Medea. Yeah. Have at it. Look, the it, Duke probably looked at Beverly at age 49 and went, eh. She's not an edge so well. Uh, go over here. It's not like a fine wine. Hi, I'm the Duke. Hi, Duke. Exactly. Uh, let's uh, go back to my place for blowjobs and the cheese. 
And what she say? Thanks, Al, for the twins. And <laughs> right. uh, the Duke was my soulmate. Yeah. Well, you know. Yeah, because you know I the put love a couple, of my life. I was seven years old. I put a couple babies in her. Yeesh. You know what happens to a woman's body in her twenties when she has kids? Imagine forty nine. <laughs> she had a great big ass. <laughs> anyway, we're done. Let's get out of here. You guys have yourselves a fantastic Thursday. Thanks for your help. With uh, the dog and uh, cat food this morning. That's amazing that you did that. We appreciate it. And I guess we'll see you tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast. Brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet. Mesquite. Repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.